Here I am, Jamsters, coming to you live from a closet at work. You know why? Because it's the trade deadline. With 30 minutes, just over 30 minutes left to go until the, dra- the trade deadline, Matthew is in his room. Uh, it, or, or are you in a closet? No, <laughs> I can't be. There's one right there. I could jump in there and just join in there if you want. <laughs> okay, we can both be in a, in a couple closets as we sit here and we wait to see what else the Phoenix Suns are going to do. There's there's trades literally popping off nonstop, left and right, and that's the beauty of the trade deadline. So we thought it would be a fun thing this year to go live during the trade deadline, talk about different things that are occurring, how it relates to the Phoenix Suns, how it relates to the Western Conference, the Pacific Division, a million things to go on and, and on and on about. We're going to have some special guests joining us as well who are going to give their kind of points of view, maybe give us their reactions to the trade deadline. But this is an exciting time, my friend. It's a very, very exciting time, isn't it? Yeah, no, this is – I don't think this has ever happened. I mean, I think when KD was traded, everything kind of just fell in line after the next day. And it's nonstop. Everyone in the West really is trying to match what the Suns brought on here in Phoenix by bringing KD. Um, so it's going to be interesting how these guys are, how these teams pile up these these players to match the Suns in the West. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it is. KD, the transaction that brought Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns last night, moved the market. It changed the landscape of the NBA in one fail swoop because teams now have to react to that. They have to say, okay, shit, the Phoenix Suns, who were, what, 18, 19 to 1 favorites, are now 4 to 1, 5 to 1 favorites to win a championship. That changes things. And when those kind of things happen, everything else kind of falls into place. So we're going to talk about that and plenty more on this edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast. Make sure if you're watching along live, hit that thumbs up button. Tell your buddies what you're doing. Subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening to the podcast later on your drive home today and you're getting ready to go watch the Suns, a depleted Suns team, play the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks, which will be coming to you live again tonight. Uh, God, if, if, if you like the Phoenix Suns and you like the Suns Jam Session podcast, you're getting all of the content. Nonstop. Morning show's coming too. We got the morning yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start doing morning shows from work. I'm going to pick a different closet to hang out in. You know, But again, there's there's so many different transactions. Uh, that I want to go over. Um, I know Dave King is probably going to join us in about 10 minutes uh, to discuss his observations. That'll give us an opportunity to literally just talk about some of the things that have gone on, but pop them. If you got them, sons fans, I got a, a Mandarin orange seltzer water, you know, I'm at cool. work, you know, so hey, coffee. There you go. There it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long night, sir. So pop them. <laughs> and uh, let's, let's talk about all these things that are going on in the NBA. the different transactions that are occurring throughout Ooh. the NBA. Girl, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which transaction you want to start with, Matthew. Wow. We have all over the board. Some of the transactions that have occurred today is Justin Jackson and two second round picks from Oklahoma city is going to Boston in exchange for Mike Muscala. Meh. Jay Crowder has been traded from the Brooklyn Nets to yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks for five second round picks. And that's not the only time that five second round picks have been included today. We have names like Thomas Bryant 
former son, Davon Reed. You got Matisse Thibault headed to Portland. Jalen McDaniels is headed to Philly. You have Sadiq Bay and James Wiseman. Five future second-round picks. Golden State is receiving four James Wiseman, which is very interesting. You got Pat Bev is heading to Orlando for Mo Bama. Which one of these do you want to start with? And if anything pops up again, I'll just bring up the transaction very uh, discreetly. I mean, we can start with Jay. I, I think you know, Jay. it's about time. Jay's going to, I don't know if you want to do it with the last drop, maybe for Jay? or I think, we, I think that's not a bad, I, I, no, you know, I think after everything that Jay Crowder is and has been for this team, I think that he deserves one last drop, one last time for our buddy Jay Crowder. If I could just find it, it's deep in the deep, the deep cuts. Here we go. It's Jay Crowder. He gone. He gone. Jay Crowder is now on his way to Milwaukee. So what are your thoughts on that? The Phoenix Suns trade away Jay Crowder last night as a part of the, the epic Kevin Durant deal. And they flip him for five second round draft picks, Matthew. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that before. The five second round draft picks. But Jay going to Milwaukee is something I think that was going to happen in the first place, right? I think the Suns just had to get who they wanted, which was Kevin Durant, and then everything else fall into place. Jay going to Milwaukee, like, I, I'm i fine with it. If he were to go to Milwaukee or Miami, you know, uh, somewhere in the East, I'm okay with that. I don't want to see these players in the West. I really don't. If we see him in the finals, that's fine. He's still going to make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see him go to Golden State or, you know, even the Memphis team. I didn't want to see that because we do face him. We'll, we'll probably always have that series against him in the playoffs. You just don't want that to happen. I'm not saying that Jay Crowder is that caliber of a player anymore to make a difference. He might be. He'll he'll be definitely a good addition to that Milwaukee team, bring some toughness. Um, but it, it's it's good that he's gone now. You know, it's crazy how we just have not seen him either. For him to come out and actually speak, it's going to be kind of weird because it's been, what, four or five months, and I haven't seen his face anywhere. He's just now coming on social media, tweeted something today. It's good that he's gone. It's good to actually have that off our backs now, and we can move on, man. And it would have been nice to keep him around with this Kevin Durant addition. I think he would have been good in that starting lineup, but too late. No, I agree, and I think that it would have been that veteran leadership that they need. Uh, I think that, it, it, of course, I'm at work, and people are like, hey, John, I've got a question. Hey, John, I've got a question. Yeah, so... I know it's difficult, even if uh, even if Jay does face face us in the finals, that's going to be something that, you know, we can look forward to. But a lot of these teams right now at West are really they're just adding anybody to match up against the Suns and Kevin Durant. So it's going to be a struggle no matter what, no matter where Jay goes or any OG. It's going to be tough for the Suns. They made it tough on themselves. Yeah, fair enough. They also did made a transaction today to fill a power forward need by (sighs) kind of sad to do it, but. Looks like the the smoke break is over, my friends. The Sarich smoke break. Well, Dario Sarich is on his way to OKC. The Suns are going to get Darius Baisley in return. Now, Darius Baisley, for those of you who don't know, he's a six foot eight power forward, the number twenty three overall pick from the Utah Jazz in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, what are the details of that trade? I think there was a. Didn't the Suns get a sec- give up a second round pick in yeah, that as well? Yeah, second round pick. Yep. So, you know, 
Thoughts on on saying goodbye to Dara before we da- bring Dave King in? Oh, you know what? Uh, it was a great run. We kind of knew like he would he might have been involved in a trade. Uh, he had some good games here this season, but you just know it just wasn't a fit. He's the connector that uh, Monty, you know, loved and always wanted and wanted to keep around. But I just don't think it was anything that would fit. I think we have big guys on this team that can fill that void, and it's not really giving up too much. I mean, we love his big butt. We love the smoke breaks, but it's time to move on. Sorry, I completely agree. I mean, we love, we love. No, it's not. This is a business, baby. Uh, but I'll tell you, Dario Saric. Thank you for everything that he's done for this organization. But I think that bringing in Darius Baisley, who thus far this season hasn't made much of an impact on the Oklahoma City Thunder, simply because he's been playing in 36 games, 15.4 minutes. He's got 5.4 points. He's an interior presence. He's not going to chuck up a bunch of threes for you, but he's shooting 40% from beyond the arc. But I think that he gives you a little bit more size and more more than anything, athleticism on the interior, which good, bad, or indifferent, that's not what Dario gave you. Oh. So I'm going to welcome to the podcast now my son's daddy. I got the shirt up right behind me right here. <laughs> Dave King is my son's daddy. Oh, my God. Dave King. on the wall. Yes, it's I brought it to forever. work. I, I put it brought to work. I'm in a closet somewhere, and I hung it up behind me. But welcome, <laughs> it's hung Dave. In your closet, which is where it belongs. Yes. <laughs> but tell me how you're feeling. There's so much going on right now. Again, if any transactions pop up, uh, I'll I'll rattle them off. But where do you want to start? Wow, where do I want to start? Uh, well, first of all, you know we got Darius Baisley today, baby. <laughs> Dude, this has DB. been one hell of a trade deadline. Will he outplay Tory Craig as a deadline acquisition for the Phoenix Suns? I don't know. I'm hoping <laughs> he's younger. He's got a lot of upside. We can turn this into a positive so the trade deadline isn't such a negative and boring and lame. What do you guys think? Yeah, I thought you were kind of joking, but yeah, I have actually a little bit of insider. I have an OKC fan. He let me know that Darius Paisley – he has some excitement to him. He uh, is good at blocking the shot without drawing the foul. So that's what he's good at. He has been inefficient this year. Um, the last couple of weeks, he said he's been playing better within the system. Sometimes when he gets the ball, he can try to do what he wants out there to ignore the coach and do what he, you know, he's an asshole kind of player. But he settled down. I think it's a good role for him to be in Phoenix and kind of have Chris Paul look over him. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get, but he does say it's maybe an end of the end of a bench kind of player. Yeah, I know. I was being a little sarcastic, though. Little okay. I was, I was kind of like, I don't know. I do appreciate that, though. I mean, it, look, the guy was considered to be talented. He lost time on the on the Thunder this year, but you know what? I'm probably burying the lead a little bit. You guys already covered that part. Well, well how, how about this? This is your second pod on the big lead. Yes, the big. The debut of the Kevin nice. Durant drop Woo! on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Probably won't get paid for these pods anymore at all. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to snip it just enough to where I don't get sued. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Dave, on Kevin Durant coming here and oh the the ultimate haul it took to get him here? Well, first of all, the haul is whatever it took to get him here. The bottom line, look, I loved Mikael Bridges. I will be a Nets fan. I'm hoping he stays with the Nets and doesn't come back West on some kind of last second deal. Um, if he stays with the Nets, I'll be a Nets fan. I'll continue to be a Nets fan. Um, Cause I've been watching them for the last few years on the side as a Kevin Durant fan, you and know, a Steve and Nash fan, right? And I mean, a Steve we all Nash love the Nets. fan. 
So I've been watching these guys. Dude, this is the biggest trade the Phoenix Suns have ever made in their history and the biggest in the NBA history at a trade deadline. This dude is a top five legit MVP candidate. Like Booker is an MVP ballot guy, right? Mm -hmm. He'll get on the ballots. By the end of the year, he'll be top 10. Last year, he was in the, he was fourth. He's a ballot guy, but he is not going to actually win an MVP. Kevin Durant can win the MVP. You need a guy like that to win a championship. What have we talked about? We've talked about the fact that the, that the, um, the Suns were short that guy that is the best player in an entire playoffs. Well, guess what? Now they've got that guy. So I think this is the best possible outcome for this trade deadline. For now, sure. how, do you, how do you feel with us mortgaging our future? We gave up four first-round picks, a pick swap. I see. I love it. Go ahead. I agree. Oh, man. How do I feel? Dude, let, let's roll this back. Let's roll this back a little bit to the Chris Paul trade two years ago. The Suns did not have to send out all their first round picks of the future, but people were pissed that two starters were traded for an aging broke down Chris Paul. How could that possibly work out for the Suns? It kind of did. And you know what people have been saying for the past two years, every single day in my mentions, at least this title window is closing. This title window is closing. Chris Paul is on a short timeline. Guess what? The Suns just burst open the door of that timeline again. And you know what else? In two years, when this when they start fading again, they'll just burst it open again. Because Matt Ishbia doesn't give a crap what anybody else thinks. He's just going to get his best team together. He said all the right things yesterday. He did. In that, in that intro presser. He said all the right things. And I actually wrote a reaction piece on Bright Side of the Sun, if you go and look at it, where I was like, well, he's got to live up to it. He's got to actually do it now. He can't just say it. He's got to do it. 12 hours later, he did it. He did it. (laughs) He did more, as you tweeted, John Voida. He did more in 12 hours as owner of the Phoenix Suns than any owner, not just Sarver, than any owner has ever done. Because while you might be excited about uh, Suns having gotten uh, Charles Barkley in 1992, yeah, great. Yes. What did that do for the Suns? It got them to the finals. Kevin Durant, in my opinion, is a better player than Charles Barkley was at his prime. Now, Charles Barkley was younger at the time. He mm-hmm. was he did win MVP his first year with the Suns, uh, but he was one of those disgruntled guys, kind of like uh, he just wanted out of where he was. There was no, there was no guarantee that was going to work. And guess what the Suns did? They traded a non All Star in Jeff Hornacek to acquire Barkley, and people were unhappy. There's just going to yeah. be some people that are unhappy. This was one hell of a trade. The Suns did everything they needed to do to make this trade happen. I've had some friends who have texted me, and you know, it's a shared sentiment throughout the Valley that our young core is now being sacrificed for a win-now opportunity. And we love Mikhail Bridges, and we love Cameron Johnson. But when Flex from Jersey was on the podcast last night, he said it perfectly. Your hope when you when you draft a Mikhail Bridges and a Cameron Johnson is that they create enough value so you can go and get a Kevin Durant. And guess what? Phoenix Suns still aren't done. Yep. You know, trades are still happening. I haven't seen the Suns pop up in uh, in much. I see that the Hornets are training center. Mason Plumlee to the Clippers just came through right now. It'd be nice well, to have as a backup, actually. 
what, well, what, I like our backups. Just yeah, we, we're I, okay we're on there. the backups with Biz and and Landale. I'm 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 with I'm I'm okay with that too. I wouldn't mind Suns making uh, a backup point guard acquisition, but they're kind of short on on assets, so they would have to trade like a CP3 to get another point guard. If you're going to keep CP3, which actually Matt Ashby said yesterday. CP3's leadership in just that Pistons game that he sat courtside at last week when the Suns mm-hmm. beat Pistons, he was close to the Suns bench, and he is going to. He was close to the Suns bench, and he was listening to CP talk to the guys the whole game, and he's like, "That's the kind of leadership I appreciate. That's the kind of leadership any team needs." I this is you know he he talked really up, so I'd be surprised if Chris Paul is traded. So if the Suns acquire like another backup guy, that's fine um, uh, as as point guard. But they're not going to be trading Chris Paul today. Um, there was rumor this morning the Suns were open to trading Da and totally going all in like for. Ooh. But again, Da would only have been traded for someone even better, just like Mikael Bridges. You might be lamenting Mikel Bridges being traded, but he's traded for Kevin freaking Durant. Exactly. That was so my response. They're not going to trade DA for nothing. If they did trade DA, it'd be for someone a lot better. If they traded Chris Paul, it'd be someone for a lot better. That's not going to happen. It doesn't look like. And the Suns are still the favorites in the Western Conference. And we have about 20 minutes until the trade deadline does end. Uh, Mason Plumley did get traded to the Clippers. Reggie Jackson is now headed to Charlotte. So. Uh, that's an interesting move. The The Clippers also did get Eric Gordon as well. I still uh, Matthew- remember Reggie Jackson crying after he re-signed with the Clippers, just saying, I finally got a home. I have well, so- I remember I when have he... someone that loves me. I remember no when he... <laughs> yeah, no shit. I remember when he hit the third home run in that World Series against the Dodgers that year, and I was like, dude, Reggie Jackson yeah. is the man. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's a baseball joke day mr october yes no, mr. I, <laughs> I actually don't remember it was in the 70s and i wasn't around uh but again i think that you know as, as we <laughs> as we continue to monitor the trade deadline you know matthew do you think that the suns are going to make a transaction in an effort to try to fortify some of their wing depth because they did lose two quality wings in this transaction tory craig is potentially slotted to become your starting small forward moving forward once Kevin Durant is back and healthy. But do you think that the Suns are going to make an, uh, any attempt to try to get a, a wing that's out there? Or have all the major wing targets pretty much been uh, already traded in the Jared Vanderbilts of the world? Yeah, there's one guy. Uh, Thibel was the guy that we thought even yes, last night we were talking about him. Yep, too late for that. OG? Yeah. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. We do not have enough assets for that. I'm sure the asking price <laughs> went down dramatically after KD but we don't have enough for that. Um, you know what? I don't know. I think Baisley might be nice to throw in there once in a while if he you know, can comply, but we're just kind of reaching on that one. Who else is out there? I mean, Dave was talking about point Everybody. guards. I mean, Russell Westbrook, of course, but... The buyout market's where the rest is. Buyout ma- market, so oh, I'm God, not sure. I would not love Russell Westbrook. I know, it's half team. and half. I would I not, mind. not, 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 not yeah. love Russell Westbrook on this team. What about John Wall? He's too much about himself. John Wall got traded today, too, right? <clears throat> John Wall, back to the look, Rockets. John Wall, the Clippers <laughs> really? needed point guards, and they got rid of both John Wall and Reggie Jackson today. And Luke Kennard. Is he gone too? God, the Clippers are really just just saying, fuck it all, huh? Well, the Clippers have been mostly healthy for a couple of months now, and they're tied with the Suns, So, who have been mostly unhealthy for months. So uh, if I'm the Clippers, I know I've got to make some trades too. 
Yeah, I agree. They have to change th- some things up, but it's really interesting to see how much they're trade they're changing up. And again, OG Ananobi, I bet you before this podcast is done, we have 15 minutes until the trade deadline is up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about OG Ananobi. Somebody's out there trying to make Warriors. that trade happen. Warriors. That's why we're not hearing about it. Yeah. 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 Warriors are the, the lead right now. I'm taking them. Um, uh, Sham course. says the Warriors have been checking in on it, but what, what are the Warriors going to trade for him? They just gave up Wiseman, right? They gave up Wiseman. They just gave for, up Wiseman. Um, they they gave up. Deke, okay. Deke, so Deke. This, yeah. this little thing is, you know, this whole assault bay kind of thing where the guy mm-hmm. drops the salt. This is second round picks today. Everyone's throwing five yes. second round picks. Three I've never seen that before picks. in my life. No, I've never crazy. seen that before in my life. Jay Crowder, five second round picks. Jay Crowder, yeah, exactly. So um, James Wiseman went for second round picks. So there's no value on these Warriors young guys to trade for OG and Anobi. That's that's my take. Uh, they they might trade their I don't know how many few, uh, first round picks they have available. I haven't looked up the Warriors lately, but I'd be surprised if they could acquire OG without somehow trading one of their already big guys, like maybe Jordan Poole or someone Draymond like that. You, Green. Know? you know what? If they traded Jordan Poole for OG mm. and Anobi. Mm. I'd be worried about the Warriors. The only because reason Jordan they would the only thing helping the Warriors stay bad. Well, and with Steph Curry being injured now, they're going to lean on Jordan Poole until he gets healthy. So it's hard for them to trade that asset because that's what that's their true future of everything that is their culture. That those three point shooting guards, Jordan Poole slots right in there. So I can I don't know if I could see them actually making that transaction. Matthew, do you think so? No, I don't. I don't. Um, but, you know, it would be like the Warriors to go ahead and grab OG. Because, you know, right now the Warriors are looking at the Suns. They're like, wow, they got KD. KD wants to beat the the Warriors. Now the Warriors have a reason to actually win again, right? They always need something to kind of get yeah, them some motiva- back up. motivating factor. Yeah, and that this is going to be the thing. So this is going to be interesting because OG, I felt like what we're, the Warriors were going to take them just for that reason. Now if it doesn't happen, it's just like, the Warriors still have some motivation, but can they really stop the Suns? The Suns seem like they're a better team right now than the Warriors, unless the Warriors can pull that pull that through. What was it? Fourteen more minutes left. If they can get that, then that's huge for them. What do you think about what LA's been doing, Dave? L- the Clippers or the, the Lakers? The Lakers. The How Lakers got actually bailed out. Grudgingly, okay, I don't like the Bamba pick because he sucks, but. Um, trade, but I would tell you they got that, rid of Thomas Bryant. They got Mo no. Bamba. They um, uh, Lakers got a lot better. Now, did they get better enough to get out out of play in level? Probably not, unless LeBron James and Anthony Davis carry them uh, above play in level. But the Lakers are thirteenth in the in the West. So these acquisitions, D'Angelo Russell for Russell Westbrook. And uh, you've got Wassel Westbrook and Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt taking time from Thomas Bryan. Vanderbilt's a much better defensive player. Um, I would definitely uh, say that the Lakers got better. Did they get championship better? That's all up to LeBron and Anthony Davis. And those two have already proven they can't carry you to a championship anymore. They did great in 2020. Anthony Davis looked like a shell of himself the other night. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just doesn't look like the same player. Maybe he'll wake up again and, and become that. That's that's how they would win. But the the moves they made, at least they made them a better team. They definitely got to be got better. Um, I don't know that did anyone else in the West get better? 
Uh, the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> oh, besides, obviously. Besides um, not, the Suns. Not yet. Not yet. No. I, again, the Clippers, I we don't know if they got better. I mean, they got Bones Highland, right? I mean, they brought in they, – they flipped a lot of things. And until, as per usual, with the Los Angeles Clippers – Eric Gordon, Bones Eric Gordon, Highland. Bones Highland. But Bones Highland Mason had Plumlee. lost his rotation spot because he was such a net negative. Mm-hmm. Eric yeah. Gordon is is eighty four years old. I'm not yeah. sure. I can't remember. Well, last we, time we would call him by his real age day. if he became a Phoenix Sun. <laughs> but but again, with the Clippers, like it has been in, during the entire, uh, oh my God, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George era. Yeah. Until you see it, it it's just yeah. it's just paper. They're a paper tiger. Who was so their third best know. player? It was supposed to be Reggie Jackson, right? Yeah, it's, and it now was he's Luke Kennard. Pocket change and Luke Kennard has been playing gone. very well. He's well, gone. Trey Mann too, right? He kind of fell off. Uh, Trey Mann had one Terrence good playoff Mann. run. Terrence Mann Terrence has actually gotten Mann. better. No, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten actually. Terrence Mann is a good, but as your third dude, what would Terrence Mann be on the Suns? Well, the Suns before they traded all their depth, he would have been sixth or seventh or eighth. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the Clippers were really expecting a lot from their role players and i think we all we all were expecting a lot from their role players but they haven't delivered and that's why the clippers are barely above 500 yeah the so, clippers and lakers are really hoping for like just a magic month in the playoffs to really pull it through and i don't know man like i was watching the lakers on lebron's magical night and i it just looked like you know ad maybe he was mad at russell westbrook who knows maybe he's just uh, mad that he's hurt and he just doesn't have it anymore but relying on LeBron and AD to really get you anywhere, even with that depth they have now, it's not going to go anywhere. And uh, same thing with the Clippers, man. These guys, they're just hoping. They're hoping. And I don't see anybody in the West right now better than the Suns. Hey, comment real quick on the Thomas Bryant thing. You said they trade they traded Thomas Bryant away, right? Mm-hmm. Did you did you hear the, did you see the tweet right after the Thomas Bryant was traded? I didn't. I didn't. Reportedly, Thomas Bryant was frustrated that he had lost playing minutes to when Anthony AD came Davis. back, right? Yeah. <laughs> like who are who you? are you dude who do you think you are <laughs> hey he usually has like one good minute against the suns like oh my god good, and then it's just like, never second mind. is being traded back to the warriors for who is five second round picks. gary payton is for five gary second payton. round picks five seconds how many times we have, i've seen a trades on? of five seconds three times today and i had never seen it before in my entire life so the warriors gave up five second round picks in an yes. effort to to move on from yes. James Wiseman, and then they got him back from Portland. <laughs> Do wow. they buy you like one first round pick? Like, hey, I got five second rounds. I've, I've never seen this. You can before. trade it into the NBA. Real quick, a, a couple other round? things. John Collins is planning to stay in Atlanta, uh, per Chris Haynes. They say that the Atlanta Hawks plan to keep John Collins past the the trade deadline. God, uh, imagine we got him. <laughs> that was like all we got. Oh my god! For, um, uh, Joe Casillas in the chat says the Mavs got better. I think ah, they got better offensively. But I don't know if they the did. The Mavs got better over a week ago. Yes. But they're still worse than the team that was in the playoffs last year. This is correct. And, and, and defensively, they will continue to be yeah. a negative following well, this transaction. Did they have kind of any kind of introduction for Kyrie when he came? Because he was there. He was in practice. They had like you know, a little bit of a thing with the media, but like Mark Cuban wasn't there. They didn't do an introduction or anything like that. So does that just like tell you like, Hey, he's going to be there just 
for short term and he wants to come to Phoenix? Because the, the rumor is he still wants to come to Phoenix. Exactly. So is that what I just feel like no one really cares he's there. Well, the and that's the key thing. A lot of people said when Kyrie moves on, wherever he goes, he's going to instantly sign that four year extension. And it's been crickets. It's yeah, been crickets. It just, it just all he weird. did was he had his initial press conference where he was unbelievably defensive. Uh, he was stating that people in his family are of Jewish descent, and that's why it's okay for him to be critical and, and anti-Semitic. Yeah. So, I mean, no. it's, it's you know, typical kind of Kyrie yep. stuff. He removed that apology. I would not want yes. Kyrie in he Phoenix. He removed that no apology. <laughs> Plus, you know what? The Suns are, okay, for Kyrie to come back to Phoenix this summer would have to be either a massive sign-and-trade, re-sign-and-trade because he's a free agent this summer, or he'd have to take a minimum because the Suns are already into the tax next year. So mm-hmm. I, I, there's no way Kyrie is coming in the summer unless some massive sign and trade is, is concocted. And I don't see the Suns giving up a ton of equity to get Kyrie Irving. They were willing to last week. Maybe it's CP3. Maybe. Maybe it's sign and trade in exchange for CP3 this summer. And then CP3 gets a little bit further away from his family in L.A. going to Dallas. I could, you know what? That probably that could happen. I would not be happy. I, and you know what? If I were to believe Matt Ishbia with what he said uh, yesterday to me about Chris Paul's leadership, he would not swap Chris Paul for Kyrie. No, there's no way. Again, for those of you who did not watch his introductory press conference, he said a lot of the right things. There's one thing that I talk about all the time at work where I'm currently at with my team. And that is <laughs> there's two in things, the closet. hiding Hide in the closet, closet somewhere yeah. with a Dave King. Shirt get something done, go in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, but, God. But, but, but he, he, he talked about attitude and effort. And he talked about, you know, surrounding this organization with the right people and the right teammates, both in the front office uh, as members of the media, every aspect of this organization. And to Dave's point, CP3 personifies exactly what he was talking about. This is a basketball guy who cares about leadership because he's a leader of a major company, of the largest mortgage company on the enti- in the entire United States. So I really think that this is not something that we should expect. We should not expect Kyrie Irving to come here in any way, shape, or form in the offseason even uh, simply because he, he values character. And these guys – you know, uh, uh, Kyrie Irving isn't what you would necessarily call a character guy. Do you know who's a Kyrie guy? <laughs> That's an understatement. Darius yeah. Baisley is actually a Kyrie guy. He agrees is with he? a lot. Of, yeah, I guess he is. Oh, no. What, what do you mean? He just he agrees with a lot of what he says, I guess. That's what my friend said. He's kind of an asshole. Mm. He's kind of an asshole player, so what? we'll see. Well, that won't last long in Phoenix. NBA fans. It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parley every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parley on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit... You'll get a bonus bet back. Hey, go and take the Suns to win the NBA championship and win the Western Conference Finals. Got to get good odds on, on that. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner 
of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. No, and and again, it'll be interesting to see how Darius Baisley fits into this. I mean, we gave up our fourth center uh, or our third power forward, essentially, in Dario Sharch to bring him here. It'll be interesting to see how he fits into this team. Interesting because he is somebody who is uh, young. His rookie season, he did play alongside CP3. So yes. there is that connection there. Evan, Coach Evan B., good reminder. Yep. Yep, thank you, Coach Evan Darius B. Paisley's one of his best seasons was next to CP3. Of course, that's true of most every player. He in looks like Mikhail kind of too with the ball. I'm not gonna lie, he kind of does. Goofy, they're gonna forget. They're Definitely. gonna forget him all, all too <laughs> soon. All too soon. All right, we have five minutes left until the trade deadline is final. So I'm gonna bring a couple more people on. I'm gonna bring Gavin from the Aussie Suns Fan Podcast. To what what time is it there, Gavin? Hey. It is uh, five to five to seven, and uh, it. Dave, finally, I get on a, uh, I get on a podcast with you. Hey, how's it going, man? Ah, oh, fantastic! I've been awake since three a.m. Um, following the the deadline, so it's. Been I've been fun. up since four myself. So there we go. <laughs> uh, I, I did. I woke up. I opened one eye at four a.m. Going. I wonder if anything happened. Uh, I did and that too, and I opened it at um, opened yeah, it at three a.m. and and thought that the suns broke the trade deadline, but it's gone ballistic in the last hour. And, and thankfully, I wrote a piece for Brightside because I was sitting there. I'd done all this podcasting, all this reacting to it. And I go, shit, we got to put something on Brightside or Dave's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for doing yeah. that. I appreciate it. And you know what? It wouldn't be a, a, a son's trade deadline podcast without your son here. That's right. We got Coach Fallen founder. Jake is here. Hey! <laughs> we should have oh, let him finish the whole man. cigar before. He's, having, he's having his afternoon cigar. <laughs> Uh, we're reuniting both Jake and Dave King. It's been a while since they run a podcast together. How's it going, Jake? Hey, you know what? Now that I'm free from my dad's shadow, all I've got to say is TJ Warren, back in time, timeline, reset, championship. Let's do it. <laughs> That's true. We haven't even talked about TJ Warren coming let's, back to the Suns. Let's talk Here's about TJ Warren. TJ Warren, I don't expect him to be a starter. He was never very good next to Devin Booker back in the day because they, they don't complement each other. However, if you're looking for a guy who can get his own shot with the second unit or at any point in a game without needing somebody to feed him the ball, TJ Warren's your man. He is your man. He just, the other night, scored 17 points against the Suns, almost all of those in ISOs, and creating a shot for himself. And he looked as smooth as I remember him looking way back in the day. So um, I think he's great as a, as, a, as a spark plug off the bench. Anybody else? <laughs> you mean you don't want to rely on Landry Shamet to try and get us a basket? When Why the hell is most? Landry Shamet still on this roster? Hey, man, <laughs> All these guys have minutes. been traded. Why is he still here? Because no one else wants him. Dude. He's that, the Monty crazy. guy this year. He's the Monty guy this year. He's Elia Kobo. <sighs> it is a megapod, ladies and gentlemen. So let's bring in So Says Jay. Whoa. Justin! Yo. How many What's of up, us boys? are skipping work for this? Oh, <laughs> I'm working right now. I'm at work in case anybody ever wanted to see how the sausage is made. Here it is. <laughs> sensual Justin's office. I've expected I it to be more sausage, sensual. Justin. You want to see my look? You want to see my quickly? See my hold on. I need to make sure I don't like inadvertently show like a Matt Ishby is there signing some paperwork. Ready? It's my little 
my son's my son's stuff right i got some da nice. autograph shoes Whoa. got my book ball that's all i just want to show you this book ball was that were those two charger helmets or just one there's three up there actually i got a wow. Allen, i got an lt and i got a justin herbert wow fantastic so I don't how know are you my wife knows that any of this stuff is here in my office or that i well own. so hopefully she, she doesn't she, watch this back when i had an right office now. at work that's where all of my son's stuff was banished to now yeah. that we're working from home, there's no other place to put it. So All I had to take a picture garage. of it and I use it as my, oh, I know. Mine's in the garage too. I had to take a picture and put it as my background because I wasn't allowed I to keep that. it up. In the oh, I remember that. That's so sad. <laughs> it's true. Like when you get married, all your shit ends up in the garage. You know, that's just, <laughs> I, it's very in organized box. in boxes and I have some of it like on, in the garage, but it's just like, I get nothing. And, and that's why we all wonder, Jake, like how do you have such a great setup downstairs? Can you tell that I live alone? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no one's stopping you from that, man. Uh, I think it's usually hearing Gavin's uh, beer box after he polishes one off during an episode and drops, and I hear that cling. I'm just like, I don't ever want to be limited to just a box. I want to be able to, you know, maneuver around. <laughs> well, this is it. Uh, I have 1 p.m. on my on my watch. It looks like the trade yeah. deadline's done. We'll see if anything kind of there's going to be in. something in the next five minutes there always it. is there always, always is. is uh but again for those of you who are turning tuning in obviously the suns made their big splash last night when they acquired kevin durant for mikhail bridges cameron johnson jay crowder and five first round draft picks one of them being a pick swap they did trade away a second round pick not five second round picks <laughs> but one second round pick for and dario Sarch to the oklahoma city thunder for darius Baisley, who is a a fourth year power forward uh from where did he go to college did he go to college doesn't look like he went to college there yeah, you he's go. super young isn't he 22 22 he's 22 yeah. he's almost 23 years old timeline uh, reset there's your youth right there there's your there's your yeah. youth movement do you think that james jones wanted to bring in darius Baisley, or do you think that matt ishby is like listen dude get over your your pettiness for young players and bring in this motherfucker i don't think ishby knows who he is <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah, there's no way he would know. I don't think. Right? I you know what? If I he knows Darius Baisley, then he's a bigger fan than I thought he was. Yeah, because he kind of said in a press conference, he's like, "I know nothing about basketball, really." Right? He's just here to be. Um... Oh, he knows plenty about basketball. Well, he knows. No, but he, know, he, he needs. Yeah, some he help. doesn't know anything he doesn't about know the in-depth part. running basketball or basketball organization. That's true. He did admit that. He said he's just going to watch for the next three months. Uh, to to Matt's point. He doesn't know, but he does know how to tell the GM to do it, to get it done and take, use all the assets you need to use. But no, he, he wouldn't be able to run the front office himself. And that's what he was saying. So that's, um, that Dario trade though, that, uh, that's surely just uh, getting rid of that expiring. 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. It, it's a five million dollar pure cash savings, which yeah. means probably about 20 million in total cash and tax which is what they increased by with the Kevin Durant trade. So basically they came out with a net zero and they brought in Durant and TJ Warren and Baisley for all those guys. That's basically what it is. So how many expirings do we have left, Dave? Because we got rid of Jay. We got rid of Dario Saric. Yeah. Who else Not do really. we have? I forget. Craig. Well, Tory Craig is expiring, but he's, He's like so valuable on that contract yes. and he's in his final year. Um, obviously he's expiring. Duh. Um, sorry. I'm looking at the sheet right now. The Suns actually don't 
have. They have campaign who's only two million dollars guaranteed next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Landry Shaman only one more year guaranteed. But that's it for the expirings. So, so well done, James Jones. For all of the people who said James Jones doesn't do anything, how do you like your crow? Do you like it fried? Do you like it baked? How should we ship, should we deep freeze it and, and ship it to you? How how would you guys like it? What what would you grade James Jones and how he's navigated just, this trade deadline? Eleven. Forty three. I just hope everybody's over not getting Rui. Like I know that was <laughs> that was tough. Fans that's what, that's what Gavin said at one this morning. When he had that twenty and twelve game, is oh was it twenty eight and twelve? His first game with the Lakers. I was like, oh, we missed out. Hey, Come can back. I ask you guys a question? Sorry, I totally just cut you off, Matthew. Please, oh, always. Paul's used to that. He'll tell you all about it. Um, is anybody on like the we paid too much for KD train? Because I think those folks are psycho. No. Oh yeah, there's a not none of us. None of us. And that's what I meant. Like anybody here. Okay, I just want to make sure I didn't need to like. No, when I when I saw KD here. and uh, Phoenix on the tweet, I didn't even see who he gave up. I didn't care. I just ran straight to the computer. <laughs> and I was like, John, we got to do a pod because I didn't. I just wanted him here. I don't care who it was, other than book, book and KD. That's all I wanted. I woke up. I had like fifty missed messages because. I actually went to sleep at like 10 o'clock last night, like that an idiot. Very oh, cool. unlike you. It is so unlike me. You know what's funny? I got, so I was in a deposition all day yesterday. I was exhausted. I got home. I'm like, maybe we should do a pod tonight. Eh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. We normally, like the time we normally record, we literally would have been like recording when that news came out. So, huh, whatever. Way to go. I got Paul. a lovely night's sleep, though. Oh, man. I didn't. <laughs> I tweeted out last night, dude. I was like, y'all go get some sleep. Rest easy. Cause I felt like, and, to be clear, everyone's like, oh, well, terrible tweet. No. I felt like something was coming down the pipe. I wasn't going to lose any sleep over it. Would I have liked to have been up when it happened? Sure. But you know what? I'm rested, ready to go today. Got up at five, hit the gym. Lovely day. I digress, though. No no overpay for KD. I can't wait to see him and book in the same in the son's uniform next year. Are you guys going to cry? I'm going to cry. A little I bit. Might, I, might, I might do something else. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. Well, uh, Shams he's going to go. He's going to go to the closet. That Toronto baby. is not making any moves. Isn't that unbelievably surprising? Unbelievable. Everybody that we know, ourselves included, have been picking apart the assets of the Toronto Raptors for the past month, seeing what would fit into our organization and other teams' organizations, and the fear that OG could end up in Golden State and Gary Trent Jr. Could he end up being a member? of the Denver Nuggets and things of that nature. What does that tell us about Toronto and how they value themselves? And raise your hand if you're upset that Fred Van Vliet isn't a member of this organization. I saw that, Jake. You were thinking about it. <laughs> Go, you, you can be that guy. I'm no, a follower, no. so I would have. If you would have raised your hand, I would have too. <laughs> exactly. I, I thought about it, but no. I mean, I, I'll be honest. With, what were the Raptors thinking? I mean, they're are, are they even in the top eight right now in the East? They're not, are they? I don't think no. So. They, uh, like no, they're five hundred teams, so I don't know where that yeah, puts them. Tense, I think, but they got they did get Pirtle in, um, mm. and I think. Oh yeah, that's true. Based off the back of that, I actually believe that they think they can become a playoff team by adding a center, which is the one thing they actually did need. True. Yeah, so they're just going. They're just going for it. They didn't get enough big offers for anybody else. Am I disappointed? FB. Frank Fred Van Vliet is the same situation as Kyrie Irving, whereas this summer you can look to get him. 
Um, you just didn't get him now because Chris Paul is too valuable to this team right now. But if you decide in the summer to move on, FBV is going to be available too in a sign and trade. Interesting, interesting thought process there, and I'm not opposed to it. It makes sense for Toronto. They want to play it out. They have when you sit there and you hear all these other fan bases picking apart your roster for the scraps that they think could benefit their team. Guess what? You probably have a team that has some really good assets. The challenge that they have is learning to play together and learning to like to play together. Right? It's a team that has some noted internal issues, and perhaps, uh, God, I always forget the name of the GM. James Jones? Who are you talking about? In Toronto. Yeah, Ujiri. Yeah, yeah. Ujiri is probably saying, he's probably had them all in a room today and be like, listen, guys, figure this shit out. We're talented. Everybody wants you on your team. Can't you? I mean, that should alone should tell you how amazing you guys are. So let's figure this shit out. Attitude and effort. He played him at Matt Ishbia's uh, introductory press conference, and he's like, hey, be, be like these guys, okay? So, again, knowing that, the Toronto Raptors are going to stay the course. Great. Fantastic. Whatever. Tenth in the Eastern Conference. I don't give a shit. Let's take a look at some of the transactions that did occur today in the Western Conference. Uh, who wants to talk a little bit about what the Denver Nuggets did? They gave up former son, second round pick, Davon Reed. And <laughs> and uh, they gave up three second round picks for Thomas Bryant, which is an interesting addition considering that. That is one area of opportunity for the Denver Nuggets is to fortify the uh, the play behind Nikola Jokic, at least with some size. I mean, they used to have some size behind him. They don't necessarily do that. And they and they also they traded Bones Highland. And what what they get for Bones Highland? I'm not seeing it. Two enough. second rounders. So they yeah, took two was, second round picks and they flipped them. Okay. So, is, um, is, De- is DeAndre Jordan still on that roster? I believe so, but he's DeAndre DeAndre Jordan. He'll be bought out. (laughs) So who thinks that, you know, Denver, who is leading the West, made the correct moves today? I don't get why they got rid of Bones Highland for two second-round picks. Am I missing something there? Yeah, he he had worked his way totally out of the Nuggets rotation uh, because he pissed off. He didn't uh, mix with the coach. He wanted a bigger role, blah, blah, blah. He was a net negative every time he was on the court. So he basically just flamed out. Yeah, okay. he had it really was a bad way. body language. Had a had a falling out with uh, Jamal Murray as well. Mm. Um, they they had a bit of a Twitter feud, feud between Jamal Murray and <clears throat> Jamal Murray's sister or something. Um, what are they? But... Me and Dan Duarte? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> grow up, guys. Go to the house and have a, a little mature. Act your age. Goodness I think gracious. the um, I think I think Denver just pulled off meh. They 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 traded for what they had to trade they're they're pretty happy with their roster yeah i mean well good for them because they can't defend anybody oh sorry justin no that's all i was just going to say i think thomas bryant moves a smart one like you said voida fortifies the 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 rotation behind Jokic. i mean thomas bryant isn't anything particularly special except when he plays the suns he's had some good games against the suns if i recall Mm -hmm. correctly so from that perspective it seems like a a dynamite move (laughs) And Dave's, Dave's spot on. Uh, their biggest problem, I think, is defensively, and mm-hmm. they haven't addressed that. So that's yeah. good. So here's my yeah, next not, question. For the record, I'm not worried about the Mavs just because – or Mavs. I'm definitely not worried about the Mavs. Yeah. not worried about the Nuggets just because they, they got Thomas Bryant. Just make sure that's clear. So my next question is about the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, for those of you who are up early this morning, you might have seen – I forget who tweeted it – that 
maybe it was Dave. Was Dave that you tweeted that Gambo was talking about Mikhail Bridges oh. might be on the way to Memphis? Was that you, Dave? No, 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 no. All I did was share that um, Gambo said if. Yeah, Gambo said it. If. not to No, not to Memphis. Somebody else said potentially. Uh, it was Michael Scotto of Hoops who said no. Memphis is inquiring about Mikhail Bridges. And then Gambo later said if the Nets would trade Bridges, seems like he'd be worth three first-round picks. That's what I said. Gotcha. Okay, so they're um, essentially putting value on him. Yeah, well, Gambo did. I don't know where Gambo got it. Three first-round picks for so, a non-All-Star. DeJunte Murray is an All-Star and only got two un- unprotecteds. Mm-hmm. So, um, and a pick swap. I mean, only, quote-unquote. So, I don't know if Mikel could get you three first-rounders. I think if OG, who's basically almost as good as Mikel, but not quite, uh, couldn't get a couple first-rounders, I don't see how Mikel gets three. So looking at the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, the action that they made, obviously the second best team currently in the Western Conference, they acquired Luke Kennard from the Clippers in a three-team trade that sent Danny Green to Houston. So his all, all those minutes that he played in Memphis, a total of zero, are now headed to Houston. Uh, they sent second-round draft picks to the Clippers. Uh, Green was actually, let's see. So Eric Gordon went to the Clippers, I think is – a part of that deal. So, so what did Memphis mm-hmm. do, guys? Yeah, Eric, they got Eric Gordon somehow. <laughs> they replaced their two point guards with. Um, they by they oh you God, mean the Clippers? I'm confused. The Clippers. Yeah, there's the Clippers too much going on today. It's too much going on. That's the they, beauty. So they, they, got, they, Eric Gordon. they got they got bones. They got bones Highland as well. That's right. Um, Eric. But who did, who did Memphis Miles get? Miles Plumley. Oh, who did Memphis get? They Memphis. Got I'm looking at Memphis. Luke Kennard. Um, and a couple second round draft picks. A couple of second round draft picks, which is really exciting, I think, for Dylan Brooks in particular. Um, I, I saw Hubie Talks Hoops post, uh, post something earlier today, um, and and it's spot on. It, it's uh, Luke Kennard will open the floor space to allow Dylan Brooks more time to take fall away long two pointers early in the shot clock. And <laughs> and they just got Luke Kennard. They didn't get any picks. It was get Houston getting Danny Green, the Clips getting Gordon, three second round picks, and a right to pick swap with uh, the, with wait what rights three second round picks to pick swap with. Hold on, see it's, it says it's ESPN says the Clippers get Eric Gordon and three second round picks rights to pick swap with the Clippers. That doesn't make sense. Hmm. So maybe somebody else got picks, but they only got Luke Kennard. So again, you know, you take a look at the top of the Western Conference. And the, the, the those teams just kind of hit the fringes, right? And and you know that's what a lot of people thought that the Phoenix Suns would do. Would do. But again, if, if you're joining us a little bit late, I don't know if you know this, but the Suns got Kevin Durant. I will play this shit over and over and over again. I've yet to hear from Jake and Justin on their thoughts on acquiring Kevin Durant. That's obviously the big prize, the the, the big fish, the thing that everybody's talking about and will continue to talk about. How are you guys feeling? Jake hasn't spoken yet. You go first. I haven't heard, I haven't heard your beautiful voice. Ooh, ooh, listen up, Jamsters. We're going for the title right now. It's over, brother. I mean, it's, it's, it's sons against the world. And, uh, and, I mean, it's. Ooh, 
how could you not be excited about this? And I love Mikhail. I love Cam. You guys will always be welcome back in the Valley at a future time. Come come back the TJ Warren route. You know, we'll, we'll accept you back with loving arms. But when you take on one of the greatest players in the league today for high-quality players, but not stars, you have to be very, very excited. And the Suns have really a big four now. Um Mm-hmm. Like uh, people have been talking about CP3, Durant, and Booker, but Aiton, when Aiton's your fourth best player, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I was, what I was saying earlier to somebody. The Suns really lost. I'll, I'm just going to jump in, Justin. Sorry. But the Suns <laughs> really lost because they didn't have the best players on the court in the last two seasons. They, they yeah. had depth, but they didn't have the best players on the court. Okay, Justin, go. Sorry. I'm I'm incredibly excited. I mean, look, I, I I was I was stoked last summer when all the KD talk was going on. That obviously fizzled out. I thought there was still a chance. I frankly didn't think it would happen this trade deadline. I thought maybe this offseason we'd revisit it. Um, but like Jake said, dude, like I, I love Mikhail, I love Cam. It it pains me to see them go. It does. But at the end of the day, it's fucking Kevin Durant. Yeah. How long does this take? Did the Suns just come out, start destroying teams, or is it going to take maybe a week or two? Well, I think they just come out and start destroying. If KD plays right after the All-Star break, because he's still got that MCL, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Their first game, I think, is against OKC, I think it was, um, after the All-Star break. So, yeah, maybe they just go and run the table the rest of the way. Who knows? I mean... (laughs) You're asking a guy who's literally never picked the Suns to lose. So I don't know if you're asking <laughs> the right person what's going to happen. But uh, if if there was ever a time for my picks to always be right, I think now is it. <laughs> Dave, I don't know if you remember from your days doing the solar panel. Do you remember Rauer in the chat? Always, yeah. always, always uh, blowing Lucas and makes them both happy. Uh, I, I think he's from I think he's from uh, Lucas' house. I mean, I was going to say hometown. I was going to say country. I was yeah, going like to say he, area. He's his housekeeper. Yeah. It's yeah, Lucas' mom. If we had if we had, had Luca instead of Da, we'd be stuck in basketball purgatory like the Mavericks. <laughs> I is humbly the, submit. Is is there <laughs> sustained? Is is there any other transactions that have occurred at the trade deadline that any of you fine gentlemen would like to talk about before I get out of here and go back to work? That's a yes for me, sir. All right, fire uh, away. All right. Uh, the Houston Rockets have acquired John Wall and Danny Green. <laughs> yeah. um, and immediate, uh, I saw, what, 40 minutes ago, the Suns are said to have very strong interest if John Wall's to be bought out. We already know that the Rockets <sighs> shelved John Wall last time. And I see on Dave's face, he's not a huge John Wall guy. I get it. Um, I get it, Dad. But listen here, as a backup, can he run the offense maybe a little bit smoother and create than what we've been seeing? We do need some more guard depth uh, because I don't want to have to rely on – I, I like campaign. I don't want to have to rely on Landry uh, to play quality playoff minutes. So who I'd be okay this, with that. Who said the Suns are interested in him? Uh, Legion Hoops. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know, but 650,000 followers. And Aggregator. So somebody else must have said it first, and they're taking credit. Yeah, because it's going to be yeah, West. I think, they, I think they quoted someone. <laughs> I'm with well, I, I, put in, I put in before. the. Um, I put into the chat before, and, I, and now looking at it, you got Westbrook is likely to be bought out. Wall's going to be bought out. 
Patrick Beverly's going to be bought out and Reggie Jackson's going to be bought out. Don't even yep. say that dude's name on his son's podcast when we're talking <laughs> well, about who we might pick up, bro. Come on. Options in Australia. Options exist, right? That's what you're saying, Gavin. Good bad. Yes, the options, the options will exist. At, as a backup point guard, um, the options will be there. Yeah, there will be definitely options there. I wouldn't pick John Wall. I, mm-hmm. I, Reggie Jackson is interesting to me. Yeah. I think I, I, I keep an eye on Westbrook. That's my thought. I'm kind of on the Westbrook. Train. I think I think it's just going to happen. I mean, whether or not we like him, I think he's just going to join this Listen, team. Listen, play ten up. minutes a game. Like, Lissy said it. Lissy said it last night. To the Lissy said it last night. KD and Westbrook will win a championship in Phoenix. That's just that sounds bad though. Sounds <laughs> like that, that's not as exciting as uh, you might. You think said you said it with a lot more oh, enthusiasm last night, and it was like two in the before morning. Before KD so. was traded, I said um, KD and Westbrook back in Phoenix. So part one has been done. There yeah, have been a lot to... of detractors in the chat on this pod about how bad Landry Shamit and campaign are, and you know what? I have to agree. I haven't seen them do anything for weeks. Well, They've provided injured, nothing Dave. to this. I I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. You guys just need to wait um, until Serge Ibaka is bought out, and then we can is really it? restart the Oklahoma City Thunder mixed with the uh, Phoenix Suns. Uh, Ten years say, later. Is there, any, um, is there any others in the buyout market that any of you think we should keep an eye on? Like, I, I, I keep reading that Kevin Love's likely to be bought out. Someone like that is, is, is that 2017. I'd be down for that. <laughs> even last year, he yeah, was, was, yeah, yeah, okay. last maybe year, two, was 2021. Yeah. I don't know, okay, but well, is there any really... concern about rebounding now that with so many wings and Dario gone? I mean, I'm thinking, you know, from a backup perspective, because we're gonna unfortunately be all over Aiton's case now if he doesn't come up with double digit rebounds every single game. Because that's well, when be Kevin Durant role. is healthy, he averages seven and a half, and that mm-hmm. would have been second on the Suns this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the Suns regressed on rebounding as much as people might be worried about. Yeah, and KD would always play the five two to end every game with the Nets. Now you have AD, or you have him. Yeah, you got him and AD. Yeah. Right. So that's gonna be yep. awesome. That's gonna be great. Plus, when you score two hundred a game, rebounding is not gonna be that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, two hundred a half. Yeah. When Ooh. is the buyout deadline? I was gonna ask the same. You have to. I think you have to be released by oh god well the, the trade deadline changes every year but i think it's like the end of february you have to be released and then you can be picked up by anybody and play in the playoffs but you have to not be on your 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 old team after the after february so per but i'd have to confirm track, the exact date per spot yeah. track it says following the february 9th trade deadline the next big date to watch is march 1st players okay. waived after march 1st are not eligible eligible to play in that season's playoffs. Effectively, the last day for playoff teams to add anyone who is uh, on another team's roster after the trade deadline. So March 1st is kind of the next milestone, if you will. And and the key there is they only have to be released by that date. The Suns could theoretically sign them in April. Yes. uh, And still play them in the playoffs as long as they were released before March and so we have two roster spots open now, and we still have our mid-level exception. Is that correct? So we could, in theory, outbid these other teams that say, I can only give you a minimum. That's contract. true. The right? Suns still have their taxpayer mid-level, which is more than uh, just about anybody can offer for sure. How much is that, Dave? Do you know offhand? Uh, it's about $5 million. 
Five million. So the standard uh, would be two million off the street. You know that these guys can get up to three million cash, but two million on your on your salary cap. So uh, getting an extra couple million from the Suns is pretty good. Well, John, you asked, how do I like my uh, crow for doubting James Jones? Mm -hmm. Smoked. (laughs) Smoked. (laughs) Fuck out of here. That's a good way to end the pod, huh? That is. I think. Does anyone have anything else they want to add before I? allow you all to enter or to, to say goodbye and where people can follow you. Cause that's a kind of good closing line. Anybody buy a KD Jersey yet? I'm going to, once I get a chance, I just got to talk my wife into just one, me so, one I can, quick question, so, I can, so I can hang it in the garage. Will we see more <laughs> KD jerseys and book jerseys? I feel like we will No, eventually, eventually next year, eventually, next, year no. next year. I feel like we will, which is, this sucks. This is the way depends it is. on how many, they, how many, how far they go in the playoffs. True. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, Dave King, can you tell everyone where they can follow you? And thank you ever so much for joining us. This is super fun. Yeah. Uh, my name is Dave King. My Twitter handle is Dave King NBA. And you can find me on the webs at brightsideofthesun.com. And Gavin. Uh, at Aussie Bye, Suns fans. Um, hey, yeah. Follow me there. I'll, I'll be having some fun over the course of the day. And thanks for having me on. This was, this was a blast. Thanks guys. Yeah, twice twice in uh, twelve hours. So we appreciate right. it. Yeah, thank you, Jake. You can follow me at Fallen Founder, and uh, and don't worry if you're watching this. I was working the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Justin at so says Jay. You can follow uh, my podcasting partners at Dervish of World and at Dan Duarte One. I think. Uh, and our pod, Fanning the Flames, of course, at Fan the Flames NBA. And Voida, I'll send you my bill for my hourly rate for this. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I will lose that email. Uh, you can follow me at Darth Voida on Twitter. You can read my writing at brightsideofthesun.com. Matthew? At KD Trey 5. <laughs> and uh, go home and love them. Just love everybody right now. Just love everybody. Dude. Amen. Go home and love your work. Amen. So. Thank you, everybody, again, for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, hit that thumbs-up button. And we'll see you a little bit later tonight on our post-game show. (laughs) 